welcome in to another edition of the Joystick Club. I'm your host, Taylor Jacobs, and with me, as always, my co-host, Chappie. hey How's it going? Oh, awesome. Back in the studio. Back, back in the home. studio. Back to back days. Mm-hmm. Double XP weekend here Double at Joyce, weekend. Joystick, uh, <laughs> Joystick Club here. We're going to give you two episodes in one week because we missed last week. So this week is a, or this episode rather, is more of a Blizzard themed episode. So we're going to talk some uh, Heroes of the Storm. We're going to talk some Overwatch. And then we're going to talk to a employee of Blizzard who you mm-hmm. might recognize. So we'll... Uh, We'll tease that out, but uh, we'll start off with Overwatch. Big weekend going on, GamesCon. So, uh, Chappie, what are your initial thoughts so far on all the Blizzard releases? Oh. New map, oh. new short. The The new map uh, is definitely the most exciting thing for me. I really, really like the fantasy theme, so that goes well. I like that they're kind of trying something new. It's not just, oh, here's another, here's another map that does the same thing as some of the other ones. It's kind of got its own spin. I really, really like the uh, the new Overwatch short, The Last mm-hmm. Bastion. I, I would hope most of you out there are following along with the lore as as Overwatch goes through because The Last Bastion is a, is a really good one. So I, I really enjoyed that too. Yeah, I would agree with you. It was it was emotional. It was a little emotional. Yes, yes. Which is surprising. Although I hate for, Bastion, so it I know was a lot of, of people things. and a lot of people in the Overwatch community actually don't like Bastion just because he's annoying. Eh, is he? Yeah. I like him. I think he's fun to play with sometimes. When you're on defense and you got to make that final push, the, yeah, with the final few meters mm-hmm. when you're when you're uh, with the cargo. But let's be clear, I don't hate Bastion players. That's not what I said. Right? No. Yeah, you just don't like the. <laughs> but uh, I even logged some Bastion last night. He's my least played character, but last night we needed one, and no one seemed willing to switch. So I was in there. Man, there's a few characters I've never even played. I think that there's, I think I don't think I've ever played McCree. I think that's the only one. Yeah, I just know my playstyle, and he's not it. Pinpointing, mm. I'm the same. You, mm. I, I've figured out what I like, which is mostly support. Yeah, I like to play Mercy. Actually, I don't think I've played Widowmaker once since actual release. I played her in the beta, and again, I'm not a sniper. I played Ana because she was the new, and I needed to try something new. But that was for like three matches. That's not my style. I'm I can't same. do that. Yeah, I'm not a sniper. I'm more of a support. T- yeah, type I'm a Winston guy. man. Yeah, I like to like to help the team. I'm not necessarily going for the kill tally. No, or things no, like no, that. No, no. I don't need to be the hero. I can be Reinhardt, escort. I can be Reinhardt. He, uh, D- Diva has been since the the nerfs on the console, or since the nerf slash buffs on the console. Oh. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Diva, but as you as we were saying, uh, new patches coming down. There's probably going to be a Mercy buff uh, coming down the pipeline yeah, well, here. I can't remember what she's getting off the top of my head, but I think that they're doing slightly. Um, it uses. All, actually, all heroes are getting their ultimate is using up ultimate power faster. So any of them that are toggled that, you know, you could be interrupted in the middle, mm-hmm. you're going to find yourself with less left over afterwards because you're going to be using it faster. So that's that's pretty cool. That's cool. And uh, again, we have a uh, special guest from Blizzard who will be joining us later on in the episode. So, I'm sure uh, he'll have something to say. Yeah, we can look forward to that. Um, but yeah, and then sw- switching gears, now we had some more Heroes of the Storm uh, news yes. that was announced. New character oh. or new characters? New characters. This is my. This is the time to tell the audience that my Zarya. Zarya is my girl. Yeah. I don't feel like there's many Zarya players out there, but when I'm not playing Winston, I'm usually charging up 
people with shields and 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 shooting that laser. I yeah. love Zarya. Charging so, your laser. So of all characters that were going to be, you know, I guess you can't say the first because we already had Tracer go over, but right. of all the characters that were going to get next. it asked, yeah, next, I did not see this coming, and I am looking forward to Graviton surging some people in Heroes of the Storm. That's going to be really interesting to see how that, that that ult transfers over into this game. I yeah. mean, they've been able to transfer characters over seamlessly. Uh, but they do the have a history, history of giving of making them maybe a little too strong when they first come out. So right. I'm excited to see some people that maybe haven't played much Overwatch underestimate that ultimate because Graviton can be huge. I'm okay with that. It being a, li- I would rather it be a little bit more buffed than and a little bit more nerfed, nerfed yeah. right? Than yeah. the opposite. Yeah. I, I think. It would encourage it encourages players to use the new character, try it out, try see it the out, play style, right? Um, and maybe fi- it, it just encourages open thinking. So yeah. I'm, I'm into that, especially yeah. in gaming and in hero selection, things like that. And then uh, we had some other uh, characters here coming over to Heroes of the Storm. Uh, no, they didn't announce another character quite yet. Or the I'm s- aware it's skins. Skins. They're doing me, skins. The, the new push on Heroes is the full is like a full StarCraft push. So they're doing new. I don't know if it's multiple maps or just one. I think it might be just one StarCraft map, but I think every character is getting a StarCraft-themed skin. skin if they don't already have one. Right. Yeah. So that's great. I'm, I'm excited about that. StarCraft is, uh, you know, the old-school big hitter in, mm-hmm. in esports, and so, you know, even though they're just skins, I love that skins change the way the moves look, and they give it more of that feel. So giving every character a little bit of a StarCraft feel option mm-hmm. might attract some more players or it just might keep people involved i'm going back to heroes after this announcement with zarya and the starcraft skins i'm gonna start playing more mm-hmm. um so i'm excited about it refreshing yeah. me refreshing my view a little bit and starcraft obviously a favorite game of everyone in of the everyone's community. because without it we wouldn't even be in this studio recording right now what was your favorite uh class to play or race to play in Oh, oh, Starcraft. Starcraft is actually one of the ones where I had a very hard time sticking with one, but I think if you made me choose, I uh, was always a Zerg guy. Zerglings. Yeah, I I love those Zerglings. Yeah. Uh, I like being the bad guy, too, a lot of the time. Not Not every single game I play, but in a lot of them, you'll find me playing the bad guy. I think Protoss looked the coolest. Protoss looked the coolest, and they had that elegance about them. Yeah. Protoss. Yeah, and you must construct additional pylons. Pylons. That's, the, I mean, that's the tagline from the series at this point. When right. you say that, everybody knows what you're talking about. Exactly. So. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's real cool stuff happening there at Blizzard. So uh, let's just go ahead and we'll throw it to the interview right now. Yeah, let's bring in Griff. And joining us now, all the way from Southern California, big Southern. trip, all the way up here, our friend, my friend, Mr. Griffin Bennett of Blizzard. So welcome to the show, Griff. Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, uh, no problem. Yeah, long no time problem. no talk. Our pleasure. I yeah. You may recognize the voice from Press Play Radio, but now he's down there working for Blizzard in SoCal. So uh, tell us about what's going on, the uh, happenings this week. We had, of course, the new map, the new short. So tell us about, from your perspective, what it's been like down there this uh, this week at Blizzard. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy week. Uh, Gamescom going over in Germany right now. Uh, really cool place to hang out, see all the new stuff that's coming out for Blizzard games. I think almost every single one of our games right now has some new information going on over there. So uh, Europe's yeah. in a tizzy, and we just announced some really cool stuff. So, um, yeah, it's been a really cool, uh, fun week for us over here. Awesome. Um, all right, now, so now's my time to ask this. Before, before the show gets very popular and your bosses might hear it, I mean, what do you think? 
Olympic skins. What's your feel on it? <laughs> well, first of all, I, ha- I have to, I am literally legally bound to say that I am not a spokesperson of Blizzard, and these are all my opinions. Right. Uh, right. First and foremost, I do not represent Blizzard or Overwatch at large. But um, you know what? I, I'm a fan of having uh, in-game items that uh, are special. Uh, how that is executed, I'm no expert. But it, I do, some of my favorite things I've owned in games, whether it's uh, MMOs or online games, are things that were very rare and then could no longer be accessed again. Right. Or, or at least be, be hard to get. Like so, the Headless Horseman uh, mount? Did you ever have that And WoW? Yeah, I never had that. Oh, I, I did. Uh, so yeah, I think I think the team here is learning uh, what went well, what people liked, what people didn't like, and we're constantly putting the stuff we learned going forward. So um, I know that there's some people are unhappy about being able to get all the skins, but uh, it's a learning process. The game's what three months, less than three months old, three mm. months old. So yeah, um, An incredible yeah. three months for for a new game, by the way. Uh, it's been. I mean, we announced over 15 million players worldwide. Uh, it's already going up after that, so it's yeah. I mean, just I mean, it blew everyone over here has just been blown away by the response uh, that people have been I think throwing the game throwing our way. So it's it's been great. Where do you see Overwatch going as a competitive esport and on the esports community? Where do you see its uh, ceiling, if you will? I ceiling, honestly, I I think this could in terms of. Um, overall kind of market penetration, I think this game has the ability to reach the rarefied air of League of Legends, Dota 2, uh, CSGO. It's, I really find it easy to play and pick up where some of those games aren't, so it can reach right. a casual game player more so than others. Right. But on the other hand, it has a lot of team strategy and, and it, it can really go deep as we've seen some of these pro teams so far show. Um, I, I think it has a lot of legs uh, to to make it up there with the, with the big boys. Yeah, I agree. I, I love the fact that someone like me who is not a truly gifted gamer technically as a skill, but I can think strategically and I can put things together. So I, I've loved how I've been able to play it. Um, I'm a console man, and it seems to be like there's a lot of complaining online right now about the lack of fixes for console aiming and things like PC getting a little bit too much attention, which I understand. I have remitted myself to a console gamer, and I understand that that, that my side may never get um, as much attention as PC. What, what do you think of that? What are your thoughts? Is there anything in the works that you're allowed to speak about or anything like that as far as consoles getting a little bit more attention, et cetera? Uh, I think uh, as of like this morning, I know that there was our, our devs have gone on the forums and said that they're working on fixes for like aim assist and things of things like that. Mm. Um, so I, I think those changes are coming. I think they were said they're coming in a patch in the future. Wonderful. Um, so I, I know that I'll put it this way: there are companies like Bungie or or Three Four Three that have worked on console primarily their entire company careers, and they know how to make. Like, Destiny just feels so great when you shoot, you know what I mean? Right. Everyone's played, one of the, like, Halo just feels great when you pick up that game and, and you aim and shoot so and, fluid. and run. Uh, but, but they've had decades of time to, like, perfect how you shoot using joysticks. Whereas Blizzard's relatively new, not only to FPSs, but to console FPSs. So right. um, there's a lot of learnings that this team is taking on how, how, you, how it's supposed to feel, not just how it functions, but how it should feel in a player's hands. 
So uh, I know the team here is working really hard on uh, making that as best as possible. Um, and then when it comes to kind of that whole update cycle for console, it's a lot, it's a lot more difficult uh, because we can control when the updates go out for PC because we can just patch it right there. We own, or Blizzard owns, the dev team can just put fixes in. Right, you have your own launcher, console. so you don't need anyone's permission. Exactly. So the, so the console stuff, you have to work with Xbox and Sony to, to get that stuff in there in a timely fashion. Uh, so there's just more things that go into that, um, and you don't really want to push something or you might want to wait until you have a lot of things to push as, instead of trying to push four different things all at once. So, right, right. Uh, I can say the team is working hard on all platforms, uh, but some of the uh, changes are less noticeable because the, the tempo in which the updates come out vary from console to PC. Griffin Bennett joining us here on the Joystick Club. And uh, BlizzCon, of course, later on this year, and I know you can't get into too many specifics, but generally, what are some things we can expect from Blizzard uh, in the next few months all the way up until BlizzCon? Uh, first of all, I would like to say I went to my first BlizzCon last year, and holy crap, it's, it's, you have to see it. Uh, well, hey, we uh, wanna, we're, I've never we're been. Ready. We're ready, I, Griff, we're, whenever we're you want to bring us down. We're so. not that far away. All right. <laughs> hey, hit me up offline. Maybe we can figure something out. Yes, we'll talk about it. All right. Uh, I mean, what to expect? Uh, I know uh, Overwatch just announced their Overwatch World Cup. Uh, it's going to be a really, really cool idea. It works very much like the World Cup in soccer, where uh, all the pros will not be on their own teams, but rather representing their home countries. Awesome. And, play, and in a cool little twist, players are able right now to go to uh, overwatch.com slash World Cup, and you can vote on the players you want to represent your country at BlizzCon. So whether you're Canadian, American, anywhere in Europe, you can go vote for wherever you live. Your players will be represented there. So go and vote for your favorites there. So again, that's a really fun event at BlizzCon. That, that URL again for the listeners, Griffin? Uh, playoverwatch.com slash World Cup. All right. Awesome. Yeah, just really exciting to uh, see what sort of things are coming up here for the company. Not only just uh, Overwatch, but Heroes of the Storm, of course, the new skins. Zarya heading on over. Uh, is there anything on that side, the Heroes of the Storm, uh, other than like just new skins and yeah. maps and things Any... like that that we could uh, look for down the down the pipeline? Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, I'm sure. I, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty positive. Like Heroes and Starcraft Two will both be having their World Championships at BlizzCon, like they always do. Excellent. Uh, I think. I think the one of the qualifiers just ended about like 30 minutes ago. So. Um, Always make sure you turn into Twitch. There's stuff going on all the time. Yep. But yeah, the, I, if, I would say that the people who played Heroes uh, in the last two years and kind of went away from it, the latest updates to it are incredible. Uh, they've re it's really rounding into shape. I think it, the game's in its best shape it's ever been. Uh, and then they just announced the new Machines of War uh, features that are coming in with two yes. new maps and then two new Heroes, uh, including Zarya, my girl from Overwatch. Um, so, whoa, yeah, whoa. I think that game, is, that game is peaking right now. It's really great. Well, because we have another Zarya man over here we as well. We have a dispute here. We have a dispute here. I think Zarya's my girl, but, I mean, we can argue about it offline. That's fine. I was actually curious. What um, is there a lot of, of players that are playing Zarya? Because I notice on console that it's very rare that I see another Zarya when I'm playing. And so I was very surprised by that being one of the first characters to get brought over to Heroes. Um, is there more on PC, and that's why I'm not uh, noticing that trend? Um, I don't know if it has a one-to-one -one connection with why the Heroes team picked it. Uh, 
I, I honestly have no idea why they selected Zarya. But <laughs> okay. It, honestly, I think it's I think she's a ranged tank, which is a pretty cool concept. Right. Um, not any you know not a big bruiser type that goes in there has a large health pool. The ability to shield heroes. I think it's just a fun uh, hero type to bring to a sort of MOBA. So I think that's probably why they picked her. But um, on, yeah, on PC, I think I think Zarya is a really great counter to Diva, who because her laser is really great at getting through the uh, defense matrix that Diva has. So I think the more Diva that is being played, the more Zarya's end up uh, coming up uh, to try to counter. Right, because I, I've always seen Zarya as an off-tank, so if I get into a game and there's already uh, a D.Va, a Reinhardt, or a Winston, that's my cue. Okay, sweet. Someone wants to take the main role, I can go for off-tank with Zarya and really do some damage. Um, I think that Zarya, correct me if I'm wrong, you may not know, but I think Zarya is the first uh, tank in Heroes of the Storm that's going to have a cleanse uh, as, as well, so I'm really excited to see that, and I don't know that any other hero has a Graviton Surge-like ability, especially with a three-second hold. That's going to be really fun to see how that gets taken advantage of, and I'm very excited. I realize this wasn't yeah, a question, first, but I've go ahead. I heard that Zarya is coming with, all, with her Overwatch kit. The first thing I thought of was, oh my gosh, her Graviton Surge yes. would be completely insane in a MOBA. Anytime you can group up a team in one spot uh, is an incredibly powerful tool. So Yeah, I can um, just see for a team fight lobbing that behind the other team and pulling them out from, from you and letting your range take over. That's going to be... Whew, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't played her at all, but I would imagine her being an off-tank would function probably be function similarly to how she'll work in Heroes, but that's just my meta guess. Okay. Nice. Again, Griffin Bennett here joining us on the Joystick Club. And Griff, we'll get you out of here on this question. Actually, we'll, two more yep. questions here. <laughs> uh, where do you see, and we talked about where uh, Overwatch is going to go as an eSport, but where do you see the genre of eSports going in the next few years as someone within the industry? Oh, man, uh, that's, that's a really hard question. And I think that's a question that even the smartest people don't know. But I will say that uh, with all of the amount of money being invested into the area, um, it's at least going to go up in the short term. Uh, who knows what its, what its reach is long term, but the amount of people that are putting in time and money to create organizations and teams, um, people really see it as an area of growth economically. So uh, in the short term, I think we'll see it on TV more. I know Overwatch is going to be coming to the E-League soon, uh, which is super exciting, uh, which will be broadcast on TBS. So I, I think you're going to see more of that stuff, whether or not it's, you know, we're going to see in the Olympics or anything like that in the future is, a, is another conversation entirely. But right. I do think the audience will expand. And as kind of gaming hits more of the, uh, the culture mainline, I think you're going to see a lot more of it. Yep, I would well, agree. We can only hope. We're hoping that that prediction is correct. Let's put it that way. Especially for this podcast. Especially so. for yeah, us. I mean, ESPN just launched their esports. You yep. know, full section. So there's, you know, this is already hitting uh, more, more, you know, what I would call uh, more common cultural areas. So yeah, and we talked to Jacob Wolf of ESPN.com yesterday about it and had uh, similar thoughts to you. So yeah, so listen be- to listen to episode two, Griffin. Come on now. Um, hey, I know Jacob. He's a great guy. That was, yeah. that was a great pickup. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic guy and a great interview. Great and a, interview. Yeah. Again, we had a good time. Uh, as someone who has chosen to more or less make video games their entire life, it's how you live. Uh, we got to know favorite game, childhood game. What is it? Uh, well, the number one game of all time is Ocarina of Time. Ah. Woo! 
playing through that on my 3DS right now, and I could not agree more. It is, it is so, it is, it is perfect in every way. There's not a flaw in it. It is fantastic. And yeah, and it came out when I was like 10 or 12, you know what I mean? So like that, that always makes it easier. Back when we didn't even know what a perfect game was. Little known fact, first 10, perfect 10 ever given out by IGN.com was Ocarina of Time. Wow. That makes, that makes sense. And my, 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 my one B to that is uh, Halo Combat Evolved. Mm, uh, yep. That first Halo was probably the best I've ever been at a single video game. Uh, I would actually compete in like land tournaments and place fairly highly and win a few. So, did you play uh, the uh, fake the dominated. fake multiplayer where you would connect to your computer and then that would create a land between you and someone else over the internet? Because I used to do that with that game too before there was Xbox Live. That was my well, thing. for sure. And then you're and then you one of your parents would pick up the phone and you're. Yeah, you're you're right about to get that that third headshot with the zoom pistol. Yep. All right. Well, Griff, hey, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. I know it's a busy week down there, so we appreciate you taking the time, and uh, we're we'll for sure have you on again because uh, again, a friend of the show and a friend of uh, all of of us us personally. So uh, again, thank you, Griff for coming on we appreciate it i'd just like to say everyone tune in this weekend the esl atlantic showdown at gamescom it's uh, overwatch's first six-figure tournament Uh, it's going on saturday and sunday this weekend so tune in Uh, all the best teams around the world are competing in a live land so tune in on twitch and then follow griffin on twitter at griffin wb correct at griffin wb hit me up yeah hit him up great follow uh not only just for stuff related to blizzard but just funny things in general and funny insights. So Griff, again, thanks for joining us, buddy. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. Don't work too hard down there. I won't. And a big thank you again to our friend, Griffin Bennett. Uh, what a great insight into Blizzard and what's going on down there and uh, the things to come. So we're really happy and thankful to have Griffin be a part of the show today and probably part of the show here going forward as well. So yeah, he'll uh, be back. He'll oh, be back. Yeah, it's not the last time you hear that that beautiful voice. No, and a good friend, uh, obviously, of the show and and me as a former co-host of Press Play Radio. So let's right. get into our uh, everyone's favorite part of the show. Everyone's favorite. One-ups and fall-downs. And we'll start with my one-ups. I'm going the Genji nerf. You know what? I'm into it. I'm oh, into it. You're one of the only ones. Exactly. Let's. It. So many people were playing the character. I. I, I think it. It's good. Like we were talking about earlier. Diversify who you play. I'm guilty of it as well. I, I stick to one character too much. And when they nerfed Mercy, I actually switched characters. So it. It really encourages you to explore the other characters, the other heroes. Uh, and it doesn't have to be in Overwatch specifically. It can right, be in right. any game really that they buff, nerf any sort of patch. Something like that. So I'm okay with the nerf. I'm okay with people being upset because it means that they're probably going to have to change characters and And try something new. If you look on like Reddit and forums lately, I feel like a few years back, anytime there was a nerf, it was always a bad thing. Everybody's up in arms about the nerf. And I feel like more so nowadays, people are are excited about the balancing. Oh, my main just got nerfed, but it's probably needed anyway. Right. Yep. She was probably a little too strong. Needed a nerf. Going to make the game better. So I... That that's a good good thing to talk about is the change in in view there. Yeah, and then my other one up is going to be uh, two you two get two. This was a two up two up. Dang, uh, college scholarships for oh. esports starting to see it be accepted more on the mainstream now. Uh, KUOW did a great article about Derek Michaud. I think that's how you say his last name. So I apologize mm-hmm. if that's not how you say Sorry, his last D. name. 
he's from Olympia, Washington, getting a scholarship to go to Robert Morris University and play in some competitive esports tournaments. So, I'm sure there's some angry comments out there on some, on that news article. Oh, of course. There but, always uh, is. The fact that this kid has made an opportunity for himself to go to college and have some of that college taken care of. Uh, and, when probably and, everybody around him was telling him that that was right. stupid and a waste of time and he needed to go to college instead of wasting his time playing video games. Right. And, sweet, sweet revenge. I know. God. <laughs> and a, a big... A big relief for the parents who are probably like, well, is he wasting his time? And they, he can go ahead and- And now they're it. like, our bad. Yep. Nice. Nice. Well done. Good job, Derek. <laughs> so yeah, a big one up to Derek. Uh, we're proud of you here in Washington. Hopefully you go on into uh, a successful professional career. We look forward to seeing your name again down the road. Yeah. Michaud. If that's not how you say it- Call again. us. Let us know. Yeah. We're Washington call guys. Tell you what, we'll give you 15 minutes of our time to we call will. in. We will. And uh, we'll make an episode out of it. How about I that? would do that. Uh, Chappie, what about you? One-ups. One-up for the week. Uh, I, anyone probably could have guessed this one. My one-up is Zarya coming to Heroes. Yes. Uh, I, I love, uh, you know, I had a, I came from Heroes as sort of the thing that, that brought me into esports. It's the one that I can grasp myself and do somewhat well at. Uh, I had fallen off of it for a while after the release of Overwatch, and now I am very excited to to step back into the arena and uh, and and do do some merkin. I'm yeah, excited about it. That's one game that I don't necessarily play, but I love watching. It's uh, so and I much love fun everything to watch. about it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking about it. I might have to start playing now. I might you have should. to play with you. You should. It's Mac and PC, and uh, right. I, you know I'm a Mac guy because I, I I'm a web developer by trade, so I stick with my Mac, and so it's one of those games that I can actually play. Dota 2 is also on Mac, but it's just too complicated for me. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm an announcer, not a player. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I like watching and and I like I like analyzing. You know, those who can't teach, so <laughs> and those what... who can't teach teach, teach gym. gym. So we're gonna teach the gym. Of esports here, exactly. we're the gym teachers of esports. Yeah, we got really short shorts. Yeah. Actually, that's absolutely a lot of right. leg hair and just like you know, I'm wearing those old. Uh, what do they call Pete Carroll shoes? The Monarchs. The Monarchs. I got some Air Monarchs Ooh. on with the, like the socks that are not tall enough to be cool and not short enough to be cool. Mid, right in the mid calf. Yeah, I'm a mid calf socks Air Monarchs type of guy. Two my rings. girlfriend's dad actually wears Air Monarchs as not a joke, and so if he's listening, my bad. We're not making fun of you. Right. Maybe a little bit. I'm thinking not. about picking up a pair for the Seahawks season, just to be uh, like Pete. Yeah, then you have a good like half a Halloween costume. That's true. I mean, some some silver hairspray. And, I'm almost home. <laughs> and you got tons of Seahawks gear. You're good there. Yeah. Uh, and what about we have to end every episode with, well, I guess maybe we'll switch it up next time. Maybe we'll do fall downs first and one ups okay. last. But okay. I'm a bad news first kind of guy, so we'll, I could get into that. We'll end with our fall downs. And Chappie, we'll start with you. What was your fall down for this week? My fall down for this week has to be the abundance of uh, of divas on Overwatch lately. Whoa. Hold I, on. Are you taking a shot at me? No, I'm taking a shot at you, I suppose. Uh, it's not so much that I don't like D.Va. It's just that nobody seems to want to switch to help at all oh, if yeah. we don't need more D.Va's. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, she is very strong right now. Everybody's doing well. And yes, you can do five D.Va's, six D.Va's and win a game. But there are times when I feel like people are so blinded by getting that next self-destruct that might get them a team kill. Yes. That nobody's paying attention to, oh, we could use a Reinhardt right now. Yeah, we could use a little more straight damage right now. And that's part of what makes Overwatch great is that you can switch when something's not working. Yep. Yeah. And um, uh, 
that's exactly what I was going to say. It was team composition and not thinking about right. the rest of the team. We saw it at the TI a little bit where they where they would do some pocket yeah. strategies that didn't necessarily pay off and may have cost right. the rest of the team right. uh, who were sticking to, to you know, more traditional strategies. Right. Uh, but Overwatch is the, is the clear example where you just see if team If something's comps. not working, you can switch, and people just forget that when there's one character that they connect with. Right. We saw that with Hanzo at release. Everybody loved Hanzo because he had that huge hitbox for headshots. Right. Cool, fun for those people that enjoy that, but you got to switch. You got to switch when it's not working. Yeah. Like when you're on defense, you need to make that final push at the very end. Right. You don't necessarily want to be D.Va. Maybe get Reinhardt, get in front of a Bastion, give him yeah. some cover. Or get... Work together. Right, exactly. Figure something out. You don't necessarily have to be talking to them to know what no. to do. No, um, you don't. The emote, the emote thing works really well for that. And if you don't know what to do, you can contact us on Twitter, at Chappie underscore codes to reach my man Chappie over here, and then at Taylor710ESPN if you'd like to reach me, or just... Reach the podcast at the Joystick Club. So uh, yeah, let we, us know what's your strategy. If something's not working, right. if you got a, if you got three, if bastions, you got a tip, you got a hot tip you want us to share on the podcast, tweet it in. Anything you got a question? Maybe we'll start taking some of your questions here on maybe. the podcast. Maybe, no guarantees. <laughs> no guarantees. We love our listeners, but not too much. Not too much. We, it, it's not. We're not going to make friends. it weird. But we're still friends it, right now. We're friends. It's only episode three, so it's like that friend that's always asking you for a stick of gum, and you're like, mm, yep. Eh. Are we really on gum level? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're hoping to get to your gum level here Absolutely. soon. So we appreciate you listening to this the episode. ultimate goal. Uh, thanks again to Griffin Bennett from Blizzard for joining us uh, to talk about what's going on down there. And a uh, big thank you, as always, to my co-host, Chappie, uh, for taking the time to talk some esports here. No in thanks this, necessary. Thank in, you. Of course. And uh, for all those listening, thank you and GG. GG.